Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 10 and the verse number 12. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is good. Deuteronomy 10 and verse number 12, the new King James, of course, it says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? But to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart. And with all your soul. Amen. Romans chapter 12. And we're going to read verse 1 and verse number 2. Thank you, Jesus. The New King James again, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice acceptable to God which is your reasonable service and do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let's read the amplified version of the same scripture. The amplified kinds of open it up in a certain dimension. Now it says that uh, let me see which of the amplified have you opened? Just a minute please. Okay. It said that I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, this age, fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude, so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. Shout Amen. Now, there are three types of wheels in this life. Three types of wheels. The first will is the will of God. Amen. The second type of will is the will of man. And the third will is the will of the devil. 
By all means, every man in this life is living by either of one of these wills. The will of man is in the middle. So that whichever way he chooses to take, he gets support from the other two. God created man with a will. God did not create robots. And therefore, God never forces himself on people. God expects people to willfully follow his purpose. God doesn't force people. God is a God of integrity. He is a God of principles. This is one of the things that has helped me in life to understand that God is a God of principles. This is the reason that until God is giving permission in a person's life, God will never move. God will never move in the affairs of man until a certain man somewhere has engaged God. So the will of God, the will of man, and the will of the devil. I want to ask your neighbor to your, to your left or to your right, ask them that where is your allegiance? Get an answer. Ask the neighbor, say, which of these two is God's will and devil's will? Which of them is your will going to? Get an answer. It is in God's desire and plan that every man enjoys peace. Every man enjoys prosperity. Every man enjoys the best. It says that I know the thoughts that I have for you. They are thoughts of good, not of evil. To bring you to an expected end. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. I know the thoughts. So God has a certain desire for all of us. And that desire is to bring us to a place of rest, peace, joy. So Genesis 1 verse 26, God said, let's make man our image and our likeness. And he blessed them and said, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. Now, that thing God said in Genesis 1 28 is his entire desire for you. It is not God's will that your life be contrary to what he has set up there for you. So God's will for you, God's desire for you is that you're able to walk in the fullness of his good pleasure for you. However, God will not force it on you. God will will entreat of you to submit yourself to his will, to enjoy what his will carries. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, in the will of God is the way of God. In the will of man is the way of man. In the will of the devil is the way of the devil. I hope you are listening to me. What I'm saying is very simple. It's not complex. So just follow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to be blessed. Amen. Amen. In the will of God is the way of God. In the will of man is the way of man. In the will of the devil is the way of the devil. What is the way? The way is how. Pattern. How God does things. How man does things. And how the devil does things. For you to be able to enjoy what the benefits of his will entails, you must know how God does his things and do it. Now, God out of his mercy and his love for us makes known to us his ways and expects us to walk in that ways. When we do that, we are walking in his will. And then whatever he has prepared in his will for us becomes our portion. Hallelujah. So 
in the ways of God, according to the scripture we read, one of the ways of God that we are supposed to walk in is what he has stated there. And now Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you? It means that there is something God requires from you. There's an expectation that God expects from you. And what are the expectations? Number one, reverence the Lord or fear the Lord your God. Fear the Lord your God. What does it mean to fear the Lord your God? To fear God is not necessarily about being afraid of God because God does not give fear. And let me say this in passing. That is the reason I tell people all the time that when a prophet gives you a certain spiritual information that gives you fear, that prophet is operating from immaturity because the Holy Ghost does not impart fear. How do I know? From Galatians chapter 5 verse 22, you get to know the composition of the Holy Ghost and what he gives. For the fruit of the Spirit, when you read them, there is no fear there. So the Holy Ghost does not give fear. So if you're operating the prophetic gift and you end up giving an information that brings fear to somebody, you are still a baby. Grow up before you speak. So the fear of the Lord is not being afraid of God. However, be afraid of God. The fear of God is not being afraid of God. But however, be afraid of God. He made all things by the blast of his nostrils. By a snap of his finger, not Thanos, you will disappear. Though God does not bring fear, be afraid of God. Because you are not his steeping. And in any circumstance. One thing that scares me is when I look at creation, I fear God. It's amazing. How God made everything in his details. So much so that even the ant will get her food to eat before he sleeps. So much details. And all of these things, he just spoke them into being. In the comfort of his throne. Be afraid of him. He is the one that makes kings and dethrone kings. He is the one that raised the poor from the dark hill. and set. You see somebody rejected today, the next day the person is accepted. And it's a king. Determine even your destiny. That is God. Fear God. Fear God. Fear God. Don't ever conclude on anybody when God has not finished. Fear God. Tell anybody, say, fear God. Don't be over-knowledgeable and begin to think that God is your mate. Hallelujah. So God expects you to fear him, reverence him. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. Let me tell you something. Every single person here, if you're not married, don't marry a person who doesn't fear God. Don't look for the car yet. Don't look for the job. A person who does not fear God. How do I know a person that fears God? Uh, the person that fears God trembles at the word of God and is available for God to use. Anything about God excites the person. He can't watch God's things go down the drain. That's a man that fears God. That is why a man that reverences God does not play with church. <laughs> a man that fears God 
anything about God, that is where he wants to be. Not just be there, but be part of it. And the Bible says that is the beginning of wisdom. God expects you to reverence him. In what? In his word. When you hear the word of God, what do you do with the word? Does it sound to you like the word of a man? Or it sounds to you like the word of God? At the church in Thessalonians, Thessalonians, the Bible says that Paul said, when the word came, they did not receive the word as a word from a man, but they saw it as a word from God. And they acted accordingly. You see something? When you know who is speaking, it affects your response to that thing. If all you can see is that what you hear from the pulpit is from a man, that is how you attend to it. But if you can come to a dimension and understand that when people stand here and they open the Bible, say, open your Bible and they read to you, it is not the word of a man, it is God speaking to you. Your response to that word is a sign of your fear of the Lord. How do I measure my fear for God? The degree to which I respond to his word measures my fear for God if when I hear the word of God it takes me a whole week to adjust that shows how I fear God if I hear the word of God it must take me one month they have to repeat it and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and reluctantly I do it my fear of the Lord level is very low such a person if you marry you can slap your wife and beat your wife such a person cannot say sorry He's always right. Such a person does know what it's called humility. Men that fear God. I was at Holy Ghost Temple yesterday. Prophet Anos Church to minister. And um, it was a program for the young people in the church. Powerful program. So while I was ministering, my eyes was closed, but I opened my eyes and I saw that Prophet Anos had, he was not sitting there. The man had just climbed the staircase and came to stand close to the altar so he kept looking at me like that and we're ministering so when we finished he came to the office and then he said man of god i love your ministry is that your wife wow such simplicity and humility i've never seen before pastor dave prophet Anno, that man is dangerously anointed one man in ghana if he tells you a word and doesn't come to pass, forget it. God hasn't called him. Anointed. The things, the, he's the only prophet Otabel believes. When he speaks over ICGC, he won't talk. But come and see the man in his jeans, his lacoste, and playing with the children. Every person he saw, he was laughing with them. I said, see this one. Then God told me, the secret to the man's anointing is this simplicity and humility. And yet there are young ministers. You prophesied one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And they say it was Tito. After the service, you should bow. I was so humble. They have the youth chapel or the they, they, no, I mean, they, they call it the they call the, the young youth or adult youth. The auditorium is five one thousand five hundred sitter. That's not the church. And this man is blessing lives. And one of his elders told me, he said that that don't be surprised one of these days he walks into your church. I said, Really? He said, Oh, he does it sometimes. The one day he was passing, the Holy Ghost said she go to one church and just go and sit there to drive out some things from that church. They didn't know him. He was wearing shorts and lacoste. Went to the church, sat at the back till the service was over and walked out. Nobody knew him. Such simplicity. 
such humility when i see men of caliber and substance and they are humble then i have to question my life what have you achieved no what have you really achieved check your life carefully what power is it first degree no people have phd they don't even care about it i was told it whether in japan or hong kong or so that you meet somebody sweeping the street that guy has two masters sweeping he has two masters see how you start to get one degree you suffer to get one degree and that makes you think that makosku yinjami now i'm coming somewhere with this message i'm falling into the team of the mud but i'm coming some of this what does god require of you fear him fear him one day i saw a human being fall down from a two-story building but land on the ground when he landed i saw lizard i checked the man and check how lizard falls and not the head they are not two different people except that this one is in the image of god that is all fear him one day i was driving no i was in a taxi then i didn't i didn't know how to drive i was somewhere around okay i didn't have a car then so around circle and there's this guys these guys that work on these motorbikes i think he was testing one of the bikes i hear you were testing and you know those guys they like catcher like catcher so the guy was doing one catcher and mistakenly a toner then this side of his body rubbed on some hot substance and the whole place as red as meat that has been cut but not yet roasted because when i looked at the body and i looked at the meat i've been cutting because i like to cut meat there was no difference and this same human being achieved something small he's bigger than everybody what does god require of israel fear the lord tremble at his word what in your mere may god stay in your spirit man and fear for him fear the lord i, I am not the one saying it all god is requiring it from you he's demanding it from you you think this bible i was listening to dr george recently and he made a statement he said don't you ever think that any muslim can explain the bible you can't do you know why you are reading letters but it's not letters <laughs> no you are reading letters ah, I, I, I don't believe that your jesus is jesus because when i read here i see that no you are reading letters there is a password to the bible you don't have because you're not born again Oh, you can anybody can read it. I, I have seen people even tear the Bible to serve a roasted plantain. And they didn't kill them. You understand me? And yet I've seen testimonies of a whole house get burnt and the Bible was still lying down there. That's not even the mystery. The mystery is that there is life in this thing, it's only open to those that have the password. So no Muslim can explain the Bible. That is why I will not waste my time arguing with a Muslim because we are coming from two different points. This is happening. Let me show what is happening. Also for me, take Kagachrem. Eh? You two, what is what is it? Can you imagine? How can we have a, a meaningful conversation if we are not on the same platform, the same language? 
The language a Muslim is speaking is different from the language I'm speaking. So there's no need to argue. Do you understand me? So when I meet somebody, I always argue. There's no God that says, okay. So if only you could get born again, then we will now begin to talk. When we finish, then go back to being unborn again. And let's see if you can go back. You can't understand the word of God. This Bible we hold, people of God, is not some black and white. It is God's mind in print. God's heart in print. It's God's instruction to you. Paul said to Timothy, he said, you have known the Holy Scriptures from your youth. He's able to make you wise. Can you imagine that that young boy is so wise? And to said about Timothy, he was the pastor of the largest church then. And in his church were professors. And that's why Paul said to him, let no man despise your youth. The guy had become so wise through scriptures that he was the senior pastor of a church that had professors. And that word comes to you every Sunday, every Tuesday, every Thursday. And you have not bothered to understand you are wasting God's resources. I can dwell on this thing for the whole day. But I will not. Tell your neighbor, my neighbor, fear God. Wait to <laughs> Jesus said that don't be afraid of man who can kill the body and can't do anything with the spirit. Be afraid of the one who can both consume the spirit and the soul in hell. All that man can do to you is just shoot you. You think suicide is the answer? Oh boy. One day I told somebody, I said, Oh, you think if you commit suicide, you are going to heaven. You are going to hell. You wasted. That body is not yours. We are coming there. The body you are carrying right now is not yours. Uh, even in marriage, they say the body is not mine. It's my wife. Do you understand? In marriage, as a woman, your body is not yours. So if you are a single woman here, you want to be independent, don't marry. Because the day you put that ring, whim, and you say, I do. That I do means that I have ceased being an owner of my body. It is what my husband say that I do. And the man too, you cease to own your body. It's what your wife says. And remember, marriage is a miniature or a shadow of the real marriage between Christ and the church. So when you become born again, the body does not belong to you. And so how does God take care of his body? By giving it his word. And then you refuse. And so That's called mercy and grace. Don't you understand that? As a mother, when your child is not growing well, people blame you. Do you understand me? No, I mean, I mean, mothers are here. Witness that. When the child is not growing, they blame the mother. So when you are not showing forth the glory of Christ, they blame God. You are the reason people are not giving their life to Christ. They don't understand why you come to church every day and you are still the way you are. They can't understand it. So we go out there and preach. They don't respond. Because they've been watching you in that area. Every day you come and go, oh crap, Bible now, corner back. They've not seen anything change in you. And you're wondering why they are not responding to the gospel. We are the reason. Because they are blaming God. 
But that story changed from today. Can I get a louder amen? Number two. What is God requiring? Walk in all his ways. What did he say? Say it louder. Louder. Let me hear from this side. From this side. From this side. All the ladies and women. The women here are not talking. All the ladies and women. Sound of my voice there. Minjindi. And all the men. And then everybody. Tell neighbor, a neighbor. God requires this of you. To work in all his ways. Not some. Can I give you some of his ways? The Bible is a compendium of all his ways. I hear that. It's a custody of all his ways. It's a bank of all his ways. It's, it's a vault of all his ways. It's a library of all his ways. When you open Genesis, his ways are there. Exodus, his ways are there. Numbers is there. Leviticus is there. From that place till Revelations are all his ways. Some of his ways. Anna, your father and mother are his ways. God requires you to walk in them. Mr. Miles shared his own. Respect authority. This is ways. God requires it of you. If you're going to walk in the fullness of the riches of his will for you, you must walk in all his ways. Under authority. It's something we don't do. Now, if you're a Christian here and you work in a company and they're not paying you well, and the employees come together, labor union, and say, we are going on demo. Don't join them. You're not wise doing that. Reasonable people don't shout to be heard. They talk. Even God said, come, let us reason together. As a Christian, they don't do that. Now, so, what's your selfie? I bet to me and who state or so. Say, we call demo. See, in Jamu Kaye. Your ways are different. God has expect that of you. It's nowhere in the Bible. Have you seen the Bible before? That when your employer doesn't pay you well, take Kojang, get uh, this thing, what was I saying? Placards. We no go agree. We no go agree. We no go agree. Oh, we, in the name of Jesus, we no go agree. If you put Jesus there, it doesn't make it a Christian life. Walk in all his ways. Giving is his ways. Giving your tithe is his ways. I don't know why an unbeliever has come to tell us what they don't know. An unbeliever, you're telling us why are we paying tithe? It is where it's starting the people. Are you a Christian? Can the lion go to the sea and tell the fish how to live a fish life? You can't do that. You can't teach me. You don't know what I'm talking about. Now, does, it, does it make sense? That all you have is a thousand gara. And the Holy Ghost says, drop it. If a, a rational person hears this, he says, you are very, very stupid. But it's the truth. It's only stupid people to the world that actually enjoy divine encounters. Those who are too wise, they don't see anything when they walk with God. 
doesn't make sense. All I have, a young boy like me, I have bills. I should give everything. What is this? But you know what you're doing? God took that thousand, eh? dropped in the heart of your company and multiplied it across board. But if you have not done it, eh? even the thousand six, they have reduced it to 600. I'm serious. Anybody that knows that I'm not talking, I'm not joking right now. 600. That's what you have received. You have been so bitter. God just made you better. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. Walk in all his ways. Respect people. It's part of his ways. Love your neighbor. It's part of his ways. You only love when you see the person is lovable. That is the ways of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That's when your reward is on earth. When they say go around and hug your neighbor and say you are welcome, you look for those that you perceive their perfume be nice, and then you hug them. And the one you can see that they not they say, "Come sure say me Ben and the come say, "I'm not going there." But do you know how you look like in the spirit before Christ embraced you? We we're all stinking. We we're stinking. Do you know that prodigal son? Do you know where the guy came from to the father's house? From the house of the swine. The pig doesn't know. No matter, my dad said one time that no matter how you dress a pig, brush his teeth, give him perfume, as soon as you are done, the next second he's back into the mud. That is his life. That is, it is in nature. That was where the prodigal son was. Amongst the pigs, fighting with them for food. How can that guy go and bath? And whole bong. And free in the Wosu. And the father was expecting him to come. The father didn't say, son, go and bath before I hug you. Right from afar, the father ran and hugged his swine son. Swine smelling son. Swine stinky. Swine scented. And the father, I never saw him that the father said, hey, my son, hmm, I don't know what No. God never covered his nose when he was embracing you on the cross. He never did it. He so embraced you that you now you felt the embrace, you may be embarrassed by the embrace. And then go around and shake somebody, hug somebody. What's your name? And I'll go, ah, bro, you respect those that are respectable. That is not Christ like. That's not the way of God. You, you greet those that you feel they are greetable. What about if that boy he didn't greet is the one that is about to tell the father, oh, employ that person about dropping. He, he helped me just now to cross the road. Daddy, 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 she helped me. Give her the job. Maybe that's the only child of that man. So whatever the child says, the man listens. You saw the child cross the road and he asked, mama, please help me. Say, oh, papa, whatever. What are you doing here? Then you get to the house. That person, ah, that that woman is bad woman. All the qualification is gone. You might not know who is carrying your breakthrough. You think your breakthrough is in the palace? Sometimes in the prison. (laughs) Are you being blessed? Are you learning something? It says, and to love Him. Number one was to fear the Lord, to walk in His ways. What's the next one to ask anybody what is love? Ask anybody what is love? What's love? 
Now, listen carefully. You cannot love without sacrifice. You cannot love without sacrifice. Any day you see somebody express love towards the person has lost something for you to enjoy. (laughs) Any day you see somebody show you so much kindness, you have to remember the person has lost something. And the person deemed you more expensive and more important than what he was going to lose. But the human nature doesn't like to lose. That is called last. Last is I always want to gain. Whether if it hurts you, I don't care. That is last. Love, I always want you to gain. Even if I don't gain anything, I gain because you have gained. That is love. God is saying that I also need love from you. God wants love. God wants to be loved. Can you imagine that? Hey, how much love will I give from God that will be enough for him? But he still wants the what's it to be answer? Love me like that. And show your love to me. I heard a man of God say one time that. I think it was um, um, Jesse Duplantis. And he said, he saw the Holy Ghost crying. Ah. <laughs> Holy Ghost was crying. He passed. I did it. My, my story so The Holy Ghost was crying. <laughs> Holy Ghost was crying. And he said, oh, Holy Ghost, why are you crying? And he was talking about how believers, how believers are treating him. The strongest man or the man that feels so sufficient still needs people. There's nobody here that doesn't need anybody. The day you do that, you have to die. Even death cry, you need people. The termites will be there with you. Nobody's left alone. Anything created needs relationship. Anything created needs relationship. Anything. Hallelujah anything you can't do without people so god says that i also need your companionship and that is why in the book of genesis chapter number three god was walking the cool of the garden to come and have his fellowship time with man and he now said man where are you there's nowhere to be found when god comes may he find you i said when god comes may he find you you must love the lord you must love the Lord. As I stand here with you, look at me carefully. There's one thing I can kill to have. Can I tell you? If I have to fight to maintain God in my life, I will do it. Because he's the only important thing to me. If God today comes and says, Isaiah, you are no longer going to have a voice to talk nor sing. I deprive you of everything. But as I will you still love God, where will I pass? He's one I will love. Where will I go? This was the state of David. That's why David, in all his things, God said, I love this guy. He could say, as the deer pants for the waters, my soul ah, longs after you. He said, I can't wait to be in the house of God. It's better to spend just one day in your house than thousand elsewhere. I want to be where you are. 
May God stay in you a heart to love him. You must love God. It is the only love relationship that goes to eternity. Every other love relationship is only a score. Every other love relationship is only a credit to your accounts in heaven. But the one with God takes you on. God demands love from you. Now, when you have been able to fear the Lord as a lifestyle, when you are walking the ways of God, all these things are, and the love of God, are now relevant for the last thing here. It says to serve the Lord. Service is physical. All these other three things, they seem to have a certain spiritual connotation, but they are the reason you can be able to serve. Serve the Lord with all your heart and with all your mind. Now, why did I read Romans? Because I read Romans for you to understand that for you to be able to come to this point, you must renew your mind. That's why I'm preaching to you. So you must renew this mind. That's why I'm preaching. I'm renewing your mind by the Spirit of God. Now, after you've done all this, he said you must serve the Lord. Saint of God, the whole essence of our creation is not for ourselves, it's for him. Our entire relevance is him. If he's not happy, we are useless. Hello? Success is when you are able to live in the light of your purpose, that is to serve God. Are you hearing the things of God? You must serve God. You must serve God. And how must I serve God? Reverence him. Walk in his ways. Love him. Ask your neighbor, neighbor. How are you serving? One thing you should never do as a Christian is to take spiritual authority for granted. It is not good. Hallelujah. Uh, you can disobey the president of Ghana. The only consequence is physical. But if you disobey a spiritual head, you are disobeying God. Did you hear that? Who calls a pastor? Is it man? Who calls? Who is a pastor? Does he stand on behalf of God to you? Does he do that? So when he speaks, what, what is he saying? So if, if I go against his word, what am I doing? A man of God stands here and tells you, seven weeks of harvest. We are fasting on Thursday and we meet here to pray. Friday, we're fasting and praying. And Saturday, we'll come together to pray and go and win souls. And we all said, Amen. And then the day comes, a handful are here. The thing is this. The thing is this. Believe in the Lord and you'll be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Let me tell you, no matter how prayer, you can be prayer than your pastor. Eh? You can pray 10 hours. If your pastor wakes up from bed and tells you, go forth and be a blessing, it is enough. There's something called an office. When you disregard the office, you've disregarded God. 
Please, are you hearing me here? There are some spiritual truths you cannot joke with them. There are some of us we are not careful. We might not move from where we are to the next level. Why? Because you don't understand the place of spiritual authority. Saint of God, you can sleep with your pastor on the same bed. You can wash his clothes. You can even be the one to brush his teeth. But you're not equals. Hello? You are not. When he speaks a word over your life, that's all you need. A command has come. Let's serve the Lord by coming to pray for the kingdom and win souls. Went to Miamba. And I told them in a prayer that every excuse is genuine. You know that? Every excuse is genuine. But it's your priorities that will make you not have excuses. What is the importance of this? What has this got to do with my life? How does God feel about this one? My excuse might be genuine, but I push it aside and take on this one. May God give you grace. May God give you grace. Your whole life is to serve the Lord. If you cannot serve the Lord, you don't deserve to be alive. Give God one more reason why you should wake up tomorrow morning. Give God one more reason. What will God gain for you to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow? Tell him. What is God gaining keeping you alive? Tell him. All of us sitting here, will you ever keep an employee in your company who is doing nothing to the company? You keep paying the guy. And it's out of the goodness of my heart. I want to help the unemployment in Ghana. So just stay here. Just waste my electricity, waste my internet, and I still pay you. None of, none of you here will do that. None of you. How many of you here will go and buy a goat? You say, this goat, I want to start goat business. You bought two goats, the he and the she. These guys have been in this house eating all the grass you give, everything for the past where no child has come forth. Would you kill them and eat? All of us here are profit oriented. Do you know that? Everybody here. You are profit oriented. The reason you took the trotter and not the taxi is profit. It's profit. The reason you didn't go to Bush Kanti, but went to Wayside Gata Kanti, is profit. Every human being lives by profit. That's why you go to school and they give you the course you don't like, you get angry because you don't see the profit that much. Even choosing a spouse, profit. Some go the extreme. They like those who are Americans, Baganians prophet why are you trusting God oh God I received the, the miracle for visa prophet you have not been gone to if you get a job but you believe that it's prophet prophet that's why even in church they don't encounter God they don't come again prophet 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 then there are those that want to see deliverance that's their prophet into a bahano, then as a sister be lady worship, we na a praise. Um be share testimony tin 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 be sister and testimony why I demo testimony tin 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 be that's off some bow shin is been the red day be so wedding. Also Kasaya seeing swear day. And one real your point. I'm sorry, yeah, we are sorry. Cow buy an uncle Jawa, not why yeah, Kadusha Tamaya. 
me huni pa me ensa wa ha sey sey ewrade amam so sey sa sori na kwa na meko prophet then the part that finishes the person Christ when he says there's somebody here called Sarah Sansa See, oh, this is me. Say, ah, software. <laughs> Prophets. Prophets. Or when he came to us Sunday, I said, better. I see God giving a work with the UN. Then, as soon as we close the service, she gets a call from UN. Ah! Prophets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teachings. Teachings. Some of you are still in this chair because of prophet. This is a prophet you, you want, and that's what you're here. To, so I, I had a friend where she's doing business, and the profit margin is not from a hundred thousand upwards. It's not a good business. And yet, go to the streets, the holka. What's the profit margin? Can it be one peswa? He's very happy. Have you ever bought something from them and they're excited? One day I bought something from one guy. I was saying, I see two CDs. Hey, two CDs, wait, they can't thank me, eh? I felt fulfilled. <laughs> two CDs. Brahma, that's why. As you can imagine that she has walked through the sun throughout the whole day and nobody has bought it. She's got at least two CDs. She can use maybe one CD to buy something to eat and keep one. Profits, they vary. That's what guide our life. There's a barber shop here. They shave your hair, 20 Ghana. I know some of you don't say that. Ah! What? Yeah! What? I'll buy my own blade. <laughs> 20 Ghana. There's a place you go, 50. The day my dad had that guy, he said, I didn't draw good My God. Boy, <laughs> my God. Some people here they will never go to any already made store, no matter how their salary has been better, <clears throat> because they know all the joints in Cantamanto. They know, they know, and when they pick, they know this one has not been used yet, it's just store reject. They know it, wow. they know. So, with 100 Ghana, they can buy like 20 or 50 things, and then they'll wash the tin. Put perfume and then they'll come to church. Then a, a brother will say, a Sister, I say, This lady is too high class, I can't marry her. My brother, don't be afraid. Attempt it. Is that it? Attempt. Attempt. Anybody here? They want to not on. Come on, anyhow. Anybody here? I used to have a pastor friend. He used to have very nice, nice suits. I'm like, Hey, she wanted to say, Hey, pastor, let's go. So I said, I'll Come, let me talk to you. When you store, the one day he bought one and showed me the buttons are like ten, so he remove all the buttons. Then he has this tailor that the guy is very good at shaping the thing to fit him. So depend on the trend of suits in town. No much shaping a man or papa. When he's preaching, you are prosperous. Hey, challenge for Ushui, and the shoe too is not already is not store. Fools, you're fine. Depends on your perspective. Prophet guides us all. Can I end by saying to you, there's more profit in giving your entire life to serving God. Amen.